This episode is sponsored by the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle. If your goal is to level up your jazz playing this year and feel confident improvising over jazz standards, the Inner Circle has everything you need and more. With monthly jazz standard studies, a library of powerful courses, and a vibrant community of like-minded musicians, you're guaranteed to improve your playing every single month. Podcast listeners can get 50% off their first month when you go to ljsinnercircle.com. That's ljsinnercircle.com or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. Tell me if you can relate to me here. If I were to describe myself to somebody else, I would say Brent is a husband. He's an entrepreneur. He's a foodie. He likes to travel. And he's a musician. And music is an important part of my life. It's an important identifier. I identify myself as a musician. A good percent of my self-worth is tied into being a musician. So obviously, I, I want to improve as a musician always. But you know, the funny thing is sometimes even when I have ample opportunity to do so, I don't feel like practicing. I'm unmotivated to practice sometimes. And that's a strange thing to want to improve, but yet not be willing to put in the work to do so. But it's pretty natural. I'm sure that you can relate to me as well with that. And so today I want to talk about five things that I do when I feel unmotivated to practice. And it's probably not everything that you're expecting today. Let's do this thing. Welcome to the LJS Podcast, where you get weekly jazz tips, interviews, stories, and advice for becoming a better jazz musician. And now your host, He's a jazz musician, author, and entrepreneur, Brent Bartstra. Hey, what's up, everybody? Brent here from LearnJazzStandards.com, which is a blog, a podcast, and videos all geared towards helping you become a better jazz musician. Thanks for being here, everybody. I do appreciate it. Thanks for hanging out with me today. As always, I'm here just to help you become a better jazz musician, help you become a better musician in general. So thank you so much. And I know this is going to be a valuable episode today because this is something I know for a fact because I've taught many students who've expressed this exact same thing to me. I know for myself, having been a musician for quite a while, that yes, we all feel unmotivated from time to time to practice. And maybe you're thinking to yourself, actually, Brent, I feel unmotivated often Yet I still want to improve as a musician, but I know that doesn't make any sense. You can't improve if you don't practice, right? I mean, I'm always talking about on this podcast, practicing, it's so much more important than, you know, learning a new trick, a new music theory tool, right? It's practicing at the end of the day. To me, good practicing is what's going to develop you and, and make you a better musician. But sometimes we just don't feel like we want to do it. And the other day... I'm such. I'm a pretty busy guy. I have a lot going on. So much so uh, with Learn Jazz Standards that you know I've actually this year cut down on how many gigs I play because I don't want to be working all day and all night anymore, right? So I've I've rationed my gigs to only the gigs that you know the, these are the ones that pay what I want them to pay, and they're the ones that I find musically rewarding. I just you know you understand that, right? In life, we have to do that. We have to start picking and choosing what we do, and so. So, the, I don't have as much time to practice as well as I used to. I mean, I used to practice a lot. And so the other day, I actually did have some time to practice. I, I was like, hey, I actually have nothing to do right now. Maybe I should practice. And 
there was not one bone in my body that wanted to practice. Like I was thinking to myself, well, this makes sense. Like, hey, you haven't been having enough time to practice lately. This would be a great opportunity to practice. But the truth was I was burnt out. I was unmotivated. All I wanted to do was sit and Netflix and chill. You know what I'm talking about? So here's, that's why I think this is important to talk about. And and I'm not going to tell you today, you know, five different ways that you can get motivated, (laughs) right? Like, is that what you think this is going to be? Like, oh, great. Brent's going to tell me five different activities I can do to get motivated. And while that is part of it, right, because we want to get back into motivation mode, I want to talk about kind of what I do and this self-acceptance thing that I've developed over the years. I think this could be helpful for you too. All right, so uh, make sure to subscribe to the podcast in case you're not already. Lots of great episodes coming up, but let's jump right into it. Okay, so let's start with number one, five things to do when you feel unmotivated to practice. Number one is to let go and take a break. Let go and take a break. And I even mean that if you haven't been practicing for a while, but you feel unmotivated to practice. Let go and take a break. You know, I find that practice is very unfruitful. It's it's not using your time well at all if you're not motivated, if your heart's not into it. Now, sometimes you can get started practicing and you kind of get into the flow and sometimes starting is just the hardest part. And so I don't want to not acknowledge that side of things. I, I don't want to say that if you're not practicing at all and you're constantly feeling unmotivated, but you still want to become a better musician, that you should never just, you know, push past those feelings and practice. I, I don't want to say that that's not what you should do. However, there is a time and a place just, especially if you're just worn out, if you're burnt out to just let go and take a break. I think sometimes as musicians, we hold on to a lot of guilt, right? We feel guilty about that. You know, I want to be a better musician, you know, and we all know that good things don't come to those who don't put in the work. We know that, right? You have to put in the work, especially when it comes to music and the arts, right? It's really just the hours you put into it, the better you get at being a better musician, being a better artist. So we know that. And so sometimes we can just heap ourselves with guilt in those moments where we're like, I just don't feel motivated to practice. And I think sometimes instead of trying to just push through and practice and do something when your heart's really not into it, sometimes I think it is the better choice to simply step back, let go and take a break. All right? And, and and try to accept that. Don't you know, don't heap guilt on yourself for taking a break. Don't heap guilt on yourself for, you know, wanting to become better but not feeling motivated. Like this is a natural feeling that I think everybody goes through, especially if you're burnt out, especially if you've been really working hard at your musicianship and you're just feeling tired and you need to take a break. That's okay. But no matter what, if you're in this place and you feel that it's time, let go and take a break. And when I say take a break, I mean take a break. You know, don't you don't don't spend time thinking about what you should be practicing. You know, just relax a little bit. Because sometimes what I find is when I come back from a break from not gigging or not practicing, I come back with a lot of renewed vigor. Like I come back with a lot of 
motivation and and you know I, I, when I start playing I feel empowered again I feel all these things you know my brain has had time to process information that I probably had previously worked on and there's just something about that where sometimes if you take a break or uh, you know go on a vacation and then come back your music just feels better and it's so funny i have a friend who is absolutely obsessed and you know back when we went to college together and back when we were in college together we were going crazy practicing 5 6 hours a day uh, but this guy's even crazier than me and it, that lasted for him just he's one of those just complete musicians you know just like obsessed just you know he's made for this thing much more than i am and he was going on a vacation with his girlfriend and it was a big point of contention uh between him and his girlfriend that he had to bring his instrument with him so he could practice while they're on a trip and she was like what are you talking about we're going on a trip we're going to be traveling you're not going to bring your instrument with you so you can practice we're not this is not about practice and it was a really hard thing for him to do to let go but the good news is he did let go and he went on a vacation and he came back and he told me man I felt so great when I got back to just taking that break not you know worrying about music not touching my you know that's a healthy thing to do in my opinion so number one let go and take a break okay number two is to start listening to music that you like Listen to music that you like. And now I'm not just talking about jazz music, you know, and this is especially to those of you who are a little bit more burnt out. So the burnt out, unmotivated kind of a person listening right now. Sometimes maybe if you're studying a particular type of music, and in this case, we're talking about jazz, you so much so overwhelm yourself with it. You consume yourself with it. Like every part of your life revolves around it. If you're truly studying a piece of uh, a style of music really heavily, you can also get burnt out or just overwhelmed by that music. And listen, there's a lot of good music out there. Jazz is not the only good type of music, right? And in fact, if you're only listening to jazz music, I would highly encourage you to branch out and listen to other styles of music too. I think that's going to help your jazz playing quite a bit by being influenced by other styles of music and also appreciating them. In fact, I always uh, am an advocate for really enjoying many different styles of music and being open to different uh, cultures of music and all sorts of different things. This is all good for you as a musician. So listen to music that you like. And if it's not jazz, you know, don't feel guilty about it. Listen to music that isn't jazz. It's going to be good for you. If it is jazz, sure. Dig into it. it. Doesn't matter what it is. If you if if you if you love jazz so much and you want to be listening to jazz, listen to it. Um, I find that listening to music can help motivate me sometimes. Right? There's kind of two ways that music can affect you. If you're more of a glass half empty person that you know puts way too much of their self worth into the music and takes challenges negatively neg- negatively, then you might listen to a really good musician and you'll feel discouraged. Right? That's not good. We don't want that to happen. And if that is you, take a break, right? You, you want to start changing your mindset around that. But it also can be a positive thing, of course. Like, we all understand that. That's probably why we all are trying to be jazz musicians in the first place or musicians at all is because we've heard great music and we're inspired by it and we want to sound more like our heroes, so sometimes listening to that music that you're really inspired by, that you really love, that can get you back to being inspired and ready to practice again. I know this happens to me all 
the time, right? So uh, we'll talk a little bit about inspiration in a second here, but listen to music that you like. So this is keeping engaged with music, not just completely letting go of music, stay engaged with it, but it has to be something that you like, that you enjoy. We're trying to get back to the pleasure of music, not the work of music, not the task, because yes, practicing is work, but let's get back to the pleasure, the fun side of being a musician, of becoming a better musician. That's so important in times like this when we're just not feeling motivated to practice. All right, that's number two. Listen to music that you like. Number three, when you're ready, play something that is fun for you, okay? So you've taken a break, you started listening to some music. Now play something that is fun, something that is fun. Now I'm not talking about even practicing here because sometimes practicing can feel like work, right? Maybe you have a negative relationship with practicing right now. Do something that is fun. Back in episode 159, not too long ago, uh, brain hacking for speeding up your jazz improv success. We had special guest Rodney Brim, who's a psychologist. And one of the things that he talked about, if you really want to get the most out of what you're practicing and get the most out of it into your actual playing is your brain responds to things that you enjoy that are fun for you. So if you're practicing things that are fun for you, if, you pl- if you're playing things that are fun for you, you are more likely to remember that. That's why if you learn a jazz standard that you're not really that into, just someone kind of told you to do it or you heard someone play it at a jam session and you want to be able to play it, but you didn't really feel that song, you weren't really into it in the moment, it, you don't learn that as well. However, if you're learning jazz standards or songs that you're like fired up about and you're like, I love that song, I love the changes, I'm having fun with it, well, you're more likely to remember that, you're more likely to engage with that. So when you're ready, start playing something that is fun for you. Maybe it's not a song at all. Maybe it's just you jamming in front of the TV, right? You just love the feeling of playing your instrument, right? Maybe you're a horn player. You just love blowing into your instrument and just you know, playing notes and exploring and playing random things. If you're a guitar player like me, sometimes just feeling the fretboard and moving up and down it can be a great feeling. Or if you're a piano player, you know, bass player, no matter what you play, right? Just start playing and approach your instrument from a place of having fun. You don't necessarily need to have an agenda here. It's just about having fun, trying to go back to those roots. I mean, remember the first time you started playing your instrument. For many of us, that's when we were kids, right? When we were when we were young and there's something that there's so innocent about playing the instrument. I'm just for some reason I'm picturing a drummer in my head right now, even though I'm not a drummer. Just the the feeling of just, you know, hitting the cymbals and hitting the the drum and, you know, just playing with the different sounds and then, you know, seeing if you can just start creating something out of that. There's something just so organic about that experience of of no judgment, but just playing for fun. So whatever is fun for you, define that for you because it's going to be different for anybody. Whatever is fun for you musically, start engaging in that when you're ready, right? When you're ready to pick up that instrument again, right? So that's number three. When you're ready, play something that is fun for you and start engaging Again, in your instrument. All right, number four. This is where I was going to talk a little bit more about inspiration. Find your source of inspiration. Maybe that is the recordings, listening to music that I was talking about before. Find your source of inspiration. But, you know, for me, 
a source of inspiration is going to see live jazz music. That is a source of inspiration for me. I'm lucky, and I know that not everybody is going to be able to relate to this. In fact, many of you I know, because I know all of you very well, cannot relate to this. I live in New York City, so for me, if I want to go see my favorite jazz musicians play, it's literally a matter of me at any night of the week going down into the West Village and and going and watching a show, right? I, I, I have the luxury of doing that. You'd be surprised, and some of you will be angry at me for saying this. You'd be surprised. I've, I've, been, I've lived in New York for a decade, so you'd be surprised that how much I do not actually do that anymore. When I first moved to New York City, oh man, I was all about it. I was spending all of my money, all of my spare money going to clubs uh, and just watching some amazing music. But after a while, you stop doing it. Life gets in the way. Things change. Of course, you know it's not new. It's not exciting anymore. Uh, you start taking for granted some of the things that you have. And I know that you might have some opportunities as well wherever you live that you're not taking advantage of anymore. But maybe those things are your source of inspiration. Maybe going to see live music is a source of inspiration for you. Maybe for you, it's going to see a different kind of art altogether. Maybe um, going and seeing... Uh, you know, the, uh, that's music is the same, let's say dancing. Maybe, maybe you love modern dance. Maybe you love the ballet. Uh, maybe you love theater. I love going to see, uh, Broadway shows again. Sorry. I mean, I'm a New Yorker, so I can do that stuff. Right. But that stuff inspires me too, to see other artists just performing at such a high level with their art. Maybe you're a movie buff. Maybe it's watching great movies that are just like inspiring how much the actors poured into their craft, right? I don't know what it is for you. Maybe it's going on a nature hike. Maybe that stirs up creativity within you, right? Maybe, um, it's, it's going on, uh, it's going to restaurants and, and eating a great dish and respecting the craft, the, uh, the the attention to detail that the chef put into the food. Um, maybe it's traveling somewhere else, right? No matter what it is for you, find your source of inspiration, whether it has to do with music or not. Just find that source of inspiration that's going to get you feeling creative again. It's going to get you feeling alive again, wanting to create, because that's at the end of the day why we practice, right? Because we want to create. We want to play better music, right? We want to play better music. It's not because we're just doing it to do it. And that's getting into my next point here. So number four is find your source of inspiration. Number five, number five, this is important. This is very important. I'm all about this. Number five is to reevaluate your goals, reevaluate your musical goals. Now, this is something that, um, this is the first thing we do in my 30 steps to better jazz playing is we fill out our goal sheet. And I've also done many podcast episodes uh, on this podcast about goals and setting goals. I've had guests come on this show to talk about goals and setting goals. And why do I think setting goals is so important? Why, why do some of the most successful people in the world set goals? They write them down, all this good stuff. The reason they do it is because it helps them continually remember Remember why they're doing what they're doing. If you're practicing day in and day out, or you're just practicing because you feel guilty if you don't practice, that's not really a good reason to practice. That's not a good reason to practice. Why are you practicing? What are your musical goals? 
What are you trying to accomplish? Is it as is it something like I I I want to go play at that jam session and there's something to me that would feel so redeeming about that, so uh you know so successful you'd feel uh, good about doing that? Is it just something more simple like you know I I just want to be able to play one song? Maybe that's you. Maybe maybe you, you maybe that's a struggle even for you. It doesn't matter what your musical goals are, right? Because goals are simply you set the bar high, and you try to figure out how to get get up to that next elevation. I'm kind of thinking of a mountain right now, right? That's just the classic analogy, right? You got a mountain, and there's a certain point on that mountain you want to get to. Maybe it's the top. Maybe it's somewhere in the middle. Either way, you gotta. Figure out different intervals in order to get there, right? You got to figure out how to get from point A to point B. But you can't do that unless you know what your goals are. You can't do that unless you know what your why is. Your why is why you're actually going through all the effort. Um, it doesn't have to even be something that's like, well, I want to start you know, playing gigs or making money off of playing jazz music. It doesn't even have to be that. It can be just something fulfilling. In fact, I know that a lot of you in the Learn Jazz Standards community this is very much so something that gives you a lot of pleasure. It gives it's a hobby for you playing jazz music. Uh, you love the music. You know, you come home from work and you want to just do this for fun. There may be no agenda, right? It's just that you want to be better because there's something fulfilling for you about playing the music, and that's that's a reason. But find your goal. What's the goal? What's the place you want to get to? And then how do you actually? get there you know we talked about um in uh episode uh, 162 or sorry 160 160 the one month practice plan for learning one to two jazz solos by ear you know the goal was to learn at least one jazz solo by ear and then how we actually got there is what i discussed in that episode episode 160 right? So you set a goal and you figure out how to actually get there. In my opinion, setting goals is one of the most important things for actually feeling motivated to practice. Uh, For me personally, in and outside of music, when I set a goal to get somewhere, I find that I'm willing to show up every single day to get it done. I have something that's motivating me, something that's driving me. And that goal always has a bit of joy in it, right? It's not just a goal for the sake of being a goal. It's a goal because it brings joy to me. And music should bring joy to us, right? Okay, so that's number five. Reevaluate your goals. All right, to sum up today, these are the things that I personally do. And maybe there's some other things that you do for yourself, but these are the things I personally do. Number one, let go and I take a break, okay? I don't play the instrument. I don't worry about that stuff. I just take a break. Number two, I listen to music that I like. Okay, start listening to music that I like, jazz or not jazz. Number three is when I'm ready, I play something that is fun for me, something that gives me joy. Doesn't have to be anything particular, just could be just jamming. That's number three. Number four is I find my source of inspiration. For me, that's going out and seeing a live show. There are other things too. Might be something different for you. Number five, I reevaluate my goals, reevaluate them. What were those goals again? Do I have them written down anywhere? Do I know what I'm going for? Why am I doing what I'm doing? Okay, so if you're ever feeling unmotivated to practice, don't freak out, don't feel bad. Those are five things that you can start thinking about doing. And hey, I want to hear from you too, right? So what, what are some things that you maybe do 
What are some things that you do when you're feeling unmotivated to practice? You can go ahead and leave a comment on the show notes today, learnjazzstandards.com forward slash episode 163, forward slash episode 163. Leave a comment. Let me know. Hey, this is what I do to either get motivated again or not even necessarily to get motivated again, just what you do when you do feel unmotivated. It doesn't matter, right? So let me know in the comments there if you have a little extra moment. All right, that's all for today's episode. Thanks for hanging out today. Just a little bit more of a motivational episode. One to get your brain thinking. One to, you know, we always talk about music theory. We talk about practicing. We talk about all this stuff, but we don't talk about this sort of stuff enough, right? The men, the mental game of being a musician. And I find, and I've said it once. I'll say it. I said it twice. I'll say it ten million more times on this podcast. I think that the mental game of becoming a better musician is is 50% if not more than 50% of of the actual the actual process of becoming a better musician. So this is important stuff. And hey, like I always say if you got some value today's show, please leave a five-star rating review on iTunes. Let everybody else know why you enjoyed the show. I do appreciate it. I want you to be subscribed because we have some great guests coming up uh, and also in the month of May we're having a jazz standards themed month because yes, we are coming out with the jazz standards playbook volume two at the end of May. Uh, and it's going to be a big celebration. It's going to be uh, a celebration of, of, uh, of a project me, me and the team have been working pretty hard on. So I want you to stay tuned for all of the great stuff coming up, all the great guests coming up. Don't want you to miss it. So make sure you're subscribed and I'll see you in next week's episode. Cheers, everybody. Thanks for listening to the LJS Podcast, brought to you by LearnJazzStandards.com. Subscribe to the series on iTunes, and don't forget to join our jazz community at LearnJazzStandards.com forward slash newsletter. Hey, podcast listener, would you like to ask me a jazz question and get it answered here on the show? Then go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. I look forward to hearing your question and answering it on a future podcast episode. Learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask or find the link in today's show notes.